Welcome to another episode of the Soul Circle Podcast. I'm your host, Jennifer Beltoff, and I'm so happy to have you here with me. This podcast is directly from my heart, and it is a labor of love, and it is dedicated to sharing stories so that you know, recognize, and truly realize you are not alone. We're in this together. Yes, we really are. And we can do so much more together than we ever can when we are standing on an island by ourselves, which is why when I created this podcast, I also created a community space, a place that you can come to off of social media and meet other like-minded individuals who are looking to keep expanding and growing just like you are. I can't wait to hang out with you over there. So please click the link below in the show notes or also you can find it on jenniferbeltoff.com and come on over to the Soul Circle community and introduce yourself. Now let's jump in to this week's episode. And I'm very excited about this week's episode because something exciting happened <laughs> this past week. I hosted the Write Together class, which I haven't done in goodness so long. It really has been a long time. It was something that I was consistently doing all throughout 2020 and 2021. And then, you know, life, life happened and it kind of got put on the back burner, but I missed it so deeply. My heart missed being in community, being with one another and having the ability to, to gather and share. Now, for those of you who aren't familiar with what Write Together is, it is a writing class, journaling where we gather on Zoom and I provide all different writing prompts to kind of be a jumping off point for what you can put on the page. You have time to write. And then there's also time for us to share. And what I love so much about this class is that it really takes that solo journey that writing may feel like, that isolation because you're kind of doing it all alone by yourself. And it provides the opportunity to do it with others. And when we do something with others, we go a little bit deeper. We learn something that we might not have known before. We have this opportunity to hold ourselves accountable because now it's not just us by ourselves showing up to our notebook, but we're showing up with others. And what an incredible, incredible gift that is. And so I will be hosting it two more times in the month of June and would love, love, love to have you join me. If you are around Wednesday nights, please come on by 8.30 Eastern time. You can find the link on my website or also in the Soul Circle community. One of the things we wrote about in last week's Write Together class had to do around permission and how in life we tend to be constantly programmed to look outside towards others, others who we might think are above us or an authority figure or anything like that. And we'd look towards them to give us the permission that we need for the things that we want to do. And I don't know about you, but I find myself doing this all the time, right? We seek out someone to tell us what we already know deep in our hearts. And it's there. We know it. We just want someone else to say yes. 
that is the way you should be doing it. And one example is this is oh, trying to get in shape or lose weight, right? How many times have you might have wanted to do this in your life? And you know instinctually what you have to do. You know, all right, I know I have to stop eating chocolate so much, right? Move my body, make better food choices. And that would really help to be in that groove of where I want it to be. I know these things deep in my heart. Nobody has to tell me. I already know it. Yet, what do I do? I go on to Google. I look for someone to give me a program that I need to follow. Or for someone who's an expert in the field to tell me exactly what I should be doing. And what are they telling me? They're telling me what I already know. But it's almost like I'm not 100% sure of myself or I don't know. Or I need that outside validation. Maybe I need it so that if it doesn't work the way I want it to, I have someone else to blame. I don't know. I'm not really sure. But I'm, I'm seeking. I'm seeking this outside knowledge that lives deep in my heart. And really, when we think about it, the most, the most, most important thing that we should be doing is just paying attention to ourselves, listening to what is deep in our hearts, allowing ourselves space to truly be who we are meant to be. And now that's a big one, right? You being exactly who you're meant to be in this world. And this takes me back to when I was much younger. Do you remember when you were young and unsure and really just trying to figure out who you were in this world? Gosh, I don't know about you, but it took me a long time <laughs> to get there and to really, really peel back those layers and find it. When I was young, I was so unsure of myself. I was trying to navigate all this unknown terrain in front of me. A lot of that had to do with making friends and connections. Finding what are those little things that I want to be doing in the world? What are those things that wake me up with excitement? I can tell you it definitely wasn't softball. <laughs> I had played softball. When I was younger, I was terrified of the ball, and yet I was the catcher, which is not the best position to be in when you're afraid of the ball. And I remember going to practice and just ugh, not enjoying it at all. But there was a rule in our house, if you start something, you need to finish it. And so I had to finish out that season. I didn't have to sign up the next year, and my goodness, I did not. <laughs> but I had to finish it out. And those kind of things where we try something and we see that it isn't for us, that is just as important as finding what is for us. Because it's those things that really aren't our thing that help us navigate to where is it that we do want to go. And it wasn't softball for me. But then as I got older, well, it probably wasn't around the same time. 
I tried basketball. Nope, that was not for me either. <laughs> but then in high school, there was this new opportunity, an opportunity to run track. And wait a minute, this is different, right? It's a team sport, sort of, overall. Yet there's this also an opportunity where it's very individual. I was a distance runner. It was all up to me in that race. There was no one else, right? I was competing just me against everyone else. And I love that. I love being a part of something bigger, but not being like team-wise, if that makes any kind of sense. And the solo running, it cleared my mind. It made me feel good. It was something that I had never really done before. You know, as a kid, yeah, I'm running around the block. I'm chasing my brothers. I'm having fun. But there was not just this running for running. And this whole new world opened up to me. And all of a sudden, I found my thing. And that was it. And then I found an even better thing, which was running cross country. I didn't have to just run around in a circle trying to occupy my mind. I could go out into the world. I could run through different parks, run over different terrains, going through sand and through the forest, coming out into a crowd of people. That's where I really found my place. And what was something that lit me up with utter and total joy? And there's so many people around me who don't get it, right? Where running is not their thing. And here's the thing. <laughs> they don't have to. They don't need to be fully into it and loving it and adoring it in order for me to do that. But they need to understand that that is where I find my joy. Where I do completely allow myself to just melt the worries off of me and be present in the moment. And I have to tell you, being pregnant, I haven't continued with my running. It was one thing that I really put on hold. I've been doing walking, but not running, but I miss the open road. Oh, I miss that mental clearing time where it was just me and my music and nothing else in front of me. And I'm really looking forward to actually eventually getting back into it. And that's those things that we need to find. And nobody had to give me permission and say, yes, you can do this. It came from inside. It was, I want to do this. I want to give this a try. And now that I tried this, I don't want to stop. I want to keep on going. And we all have those things. We all have something. And a lot of times it's not even just one thing. It's a couple of all different little things that are the fuel to your fire. And we need to remember as we are engaging in them, as we are unearthing them and finding them, that those, that's you. Those are your, your fire starters, right? They are what completely lights you up and makes you who you are. And if you didn't engage in those things, if you didn't do them, if you completely put them on the back burner, 
how would you feel? How would you be showing up in the world? Would you be happy? Would you really feel like a part of you was missing out on something? Right now, for me, a part of me feels like I'm missing out on something because I haven't been out in the open road and putting one foot in front of the other. But then there are these other things that help to fuel me, help to fill me up. And that's writing and connecting and even just doing crafty projects. Love all that kind of stuff. And so it's really important for you to find that, find what it is within you. And writing for me has always been my thing. Even though it took me so incredibly long, long to realize that it was one of those things for me. And it's funny how we can be doing something our entire life and we don't even realize that that is what we are meant to be doing. Ever since I was small, oh my goodness, I was drawn towards words, towards notebooks, towards cards, towards pens and paper and any kind of stationery I could get my hands on. Loved it. I loved writing things down. I loved consuming all of the words around me. And spilling my heart onto the page was just something I I did. Nobody told me I needed to do it. Nobody said, this is, you know, the journey you must take or the words that you must write. It just came from a very genuine place inside of me. And the words flowed out. And it was something that I turned to over and over again throughout my life. And those intimate words that I was spilling into my private journals all of a sudden opened up this avenue where there were words I wanted to share with the world. And that's when I started blogging and putting things out there and wondering over and over, like, what am I meant to do in this world? Who am I? What am I doing? And, oh my goodness, taking so long to finally realize, who am I? Amongst so many things, I am a writer. That is something that comes very natural to me. And I think it's because it did come natural that I felt like, well, that can't be who I am. Who I am has to be hard and challenging and I can't actually call myself a writer unless I have a published book, right? We put all these kind of parameters around everything, making it feel like it has to be something bigger than it is. But oh my goodness, no. Deep inside, my love, my passion, my strength, my courage all comes from my writing. It allows me to open up space in this world. And it has become an entryway for connection. Especially being someone who is so shy and not the best at conversation. Me, totally terrible at conversation. But if I work my way through it on the page, I'm able to better show up more present. And also, When I put my words out into the world, it becomes this door that opens 
and I'm inviting people in to hear what's spilling from my heart and then to connect in ways that wouldn't have been possible had I not shared it. And like I mentioned, nobody gave me permission to show up to the page. No one said, this is what you have to be doing. It was just a natural, intuitive thing that came forward when I started paying attention. And when I started really, truly believing in myself, did I see that this is my authentic self? This is the person I am supposed to be standing tall in. This is who I am in this world. And what an incredible gift it is to start to see that and know that. And above all else, believe it. And that is probably, that's probably the hardest part, right? Believing in your true, authentic self. And knowing that you are here in this world for a purpose. And you are the one who defines what that purpose is and what it's going to look like and feel like and how you're going to bring it to life. And it's impossible, completely impossible for you to be who you truly are meant to be if you're outside constantly looking for permission from others. Because rather than doing what is your your natural way in the world, rather than really standing in your truth, you're relying on others to tell you what they think you should be doing. And let's get one thing clear. You do not need that. No. Because in your heart of hearts, you already know. Yes, you do. And I know you might be sitting there thinking, Jennifer, I have no idea. I'm feeling lost. I feel like I'm in this world, but I don't know why. I don't know what I should be doing. I don't know who I am. Some days I feel like I got it all together. And other days I'm unraveling as quickly as can be. Oh my goodness, believe me, I get it. I absolutely get it and understand it. But when you get quiet, when you listen, when you really, truly tune in to your own heart and you peel back those layers, and all of us, we all have these protective layers that we have put on. It's almost like a shield of armor from all that we have gone through in life. I have so many layers protecting me, protecting me because of past hurts in relationships, friendships. I have protective layers from losing my mom where there's just fear of loss. I have protective layers from trauma from when I was younger of things that just have stayed with me. And I, I wear that in front of me like a shield. And I don't want it to be penetrated. But when I slowly peel it back, when I allow myself to realize that this hurt, 
this sadness, whatever it is, when I really recognize that that's not going to dictate my future, I start to see, oh, who am I really? What is it that is bringing me joy? When I am all by myself and I'm just feeling happy and grateful and wonderful, what am I doing in those moments? Where is it that I find myself feeling free and slowly, slowly peeling back and listening to what your heart is saying, listening to what really is deep inside of you and taking those thoughts of, you know, the people who said, well, I think you're amazing at this. You should go ahead and style hair. All right, no one has ever said that to me because I'm terrible with hair. But let's just say someone did. I'd be like, "Uh, thanks, but that's just not my jam. Right? What is your jam? What is it for you and you alone? And one thing that we always need to remember is that it is going to look unique. It is going to not look at all like the person next to you. It's not going to look anything like that person that you admire. Because you're not them. Thank goodness, right? Because if we were all the same, how boring this life would be. But rather, you're bringing something to the table. So when you sit down with that person you admire, when you sit down with your good friend next to you, Oh, the magic that happens because each of us are bringing our own unique gifts. And when you believe in yourself deep in your core that, yes, these are my gifts, is what is exactly what I need to share with the world. You ignite a fire in others to do the same because they feel that energy from you. They see you standing so deep in your authenticity and they want to feel that too. And the only way for them to do it is to find their own way to really unearth what is them, what is truly deeply them, and how wonderful to have that kind of contagious energy. And I remember, gosh, I remember being the wallflower and not bringing anything to the table. And really what an awful feeling that was. Entering into a room and not knowing my place. And when I say place, I mean not knowing how I contributed and feeling since I didn't know how to contribute, maybe it was just better for me to remain silent, to blend into the back, to listen and observe, but not cause any disruption, to just watch. And that's what I would do. I would just watch. I would take it all in. I would observe what's happening, but I wouldn't engage. Deep in my heart, I was longing to engage. Have you ever felt that feeling? Where you wanted to be a part of something, but you weren't sure how to navigate your way into it? And as I look back now on all the times that I did this, I see that in every single one of those situations, all I ever needed to do was be myself. 
I didn't have to show up with a song and a dance. I didn't have to have some magic that I could throw in the air and make people (laughs) see something amazing. No. I just needed to be me to share my thoughts, share my opinions. Even if both of those things were not exactly what the other person in front of me was thinking or saying, but me sharing who I am is important to express myself. You know, and doing that in a kind, respectful way, of course. But just simply opening up. To not have that armor that's in front of me be so strong that people have no idea what is on the other side of that. And that's what they want to know. They want to know, who are you? Who are you? What is this light you are shining in this world? How are you going to show up and be you? And when I look back now, I wonder why I was so hard on myself, why I was judging myself. Gosh, I don't know, so, so deeply. When nobody else was, I was my own worst critic. And I think more often than not, that is what happens. We really become our own worst critics. Gosh, I'm here to tell you that is not good for anyone, (laughs) right? No one. And so this week, I'm really encouraging you to Ditch this idea that somebody else has to give you permission to do what you want to do. That you need to seek this outside validation. Just let's put all of that aside. And let's really tune in to what is it that you want to do. And if it is, like I was talking about in the beginning of the podcast, getting in shape, feeling healthier and stronger. You know it. You know what you need to do. (laughs) Don't go to Google. (laughs) Go to your heart and listen to it. Maybe there's a project that you want to take on, but you're like, I don't really know how to start. Yes, you do. You absolutely do. But you want someone else to tell you how to start. Mm -mm, Not today. Today you're just going to simply begin. Even if that means taking the smallest, tiniest, most minuscule step, do it. Go for it. Give yourself the permission. Don't expect anyone else to do it for you. Don't even look for anyone else to do it for you. But give yourself that permission. And then really, truly, deeply believe in your heart. And this is what you are meant to be doing. If it feels authentic to you, if when you are doing it, you are in your most joyous state. If it's something that's really calling to you, oh my goodness, these are, this is it. Those are your things. So yes, believe in them. Know that they are just waiting for you calling you, pulling you in, wanting you to take them on. And they can't wait to see the way that you are going to shine and beam as you unearth all of this into a magical amazement. 
And I know it sounds all oh, mystical. I don't know <laughs> the right word. This pregnancy brain of mine, <laughs> words escape me quickly. It sounds, it might sound woo woo, right? But uh, it's not. It's truth. The truth is that no matter what we are going to do in this world, we need to 100% believe in ourselves. And to know that, yeah, maybe our heart is going to take us down different avenues and to different places. And we're going to come up against dead ends. We're going to come up against things that really push us to our limit. But it's going to help guide us and find us to where we are meant to be. And you'll never, ever get there if you don't take the leap and try. If you don't give your own self that permission to say, yes, I'm going to go after this. I'm going to see what's around that next corner. I am going to leap into my dreams and book the trip that I have always been wanting to book. Because what better time than now? What are we all waiting for, right? I know we're waiting for the perfect time. <laughs> Is there ever, ever, ever going to be a perfect time? No. So let's do it now. Let's take the leap and go for it. Let's believe in ourselves and give ourselves that permission. Mm, it's exciting. Gosh, it has me like exhilarated. What do I want to give myself permission for? What am I willing to dive into? So grab your notebooks because, of course, you're going to get some stuff down on the page so that you can hold yourself accountable. And also so that you can work through and explore and really see what is it? Because in your head right now, it might be one thing. And then as you start to write, you're like, "Ooh, this is going somewhere else. And I like it. Go with it. See wherever it takes you. So you shall really, 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 truly from your heart, be open and honest. Allow yourself space to explore, space to really see what's going to bubble up. And you'll start with the words, it's time. It's time. What is it time for? For you. In this moment, right now, be vulnerable, be truthful, be real, and allow your authentic self to shine through on the page. And then take a leap and go for it. <laughs> yes, really do it. And come on over to the Soul Circle community and share about it. Because we want to cheer you on. Yes, we want to see you reach that amazing goal and dream that is brewing inside of your heart. Oh, I send you so much love. I am so grateful for you. I would love, love, love to have you join me this week in the Right Together class. So please check that out. 8.30, Wednesday night, Eastern time. And until then, goodness, I'll be back on Sunday with a brand new episode. And I send you so much love. And we will talk soon. Have a wonderful week. Bye-bye.